Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is a beautiful Monday afternoon and, you know, a lot of excitement this time of year and the Saints won. So it's a beautiful day. This doesn't feel like your typical Monday But our attitude is every Monday, even if the Saints don't win, and even if it's kind of cloudy and dreary outside, and it's Monday, the beginning of a long week, you know, our attitude on this show is just, man, just enjoy the day. And don't don't be down because it's Monday, because it's a it's a day of your life and just, you know, live it because you never know what's gonna happen to you on any given day. And the truth is, we're all so busy that it's gonna be Friday before you know it. And Friday we'll talk about how, yes, it's already Friday. I mean, last week, we, we talked about this on Monday, and then Friday hit, and I'm going, you see? I mean, Friday's already here. So it just goes to show you also that life flies by very, very rapidly. And, you know, you got to stop and, um, you know, just kind of pay attention and uh, smell the roses sometimes. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. It is uh, Monday, December the 18th. A lot of craziness over the weekend with uh, shopping and all that. And we were talking about the, the Saints' win yesterday and just uh, how the defense in particular just really came together. But Derek Carr was sharp, and Alvin Kamara busted loose for a, a big run. It was uh, really great to see that. So, you know, there, there's, a, there's a lot to be excited about. Um, the Saints came to play, and they played. And there were not a lot of Giants fans, not compared to, like, the Lions fans who were there, not compared to the Falcons fans who come to town. But this season could be, um, could be heading toward the direction of the, the game that determines whether the Saints win the division or not might be the final game of the season against the Falcons. And the Saints still have to play the Bucs again, and they're red hot. I mean, Baker Mayfield, as I mentioned earlier, he's never been a real stellar quarterback in the NFL, but that guy's like making it happen. And for the Bucs to beat the Packers in Green Bay in December, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, uh, was, was big. And I, I watched the, the Rams and the, the, the Ravens and the Jags last night, and the Ravens uh, are, are tough Tough, tough team. Uh, the Pelicans won. They beat the Spurs 146-110. to They went on a 12-2 run and built a 20-point lead in the first half. So the, the Pelicans are winning, and that's really great news, too. All right, so uh, we have, um, we've talked a little bit about uh, crime. Well, actually, we talk a lot about crime on the show, but we haven't had to talk about it much recently because crime has not been the issue that it has been. Remember the spring and summer, we're going through this crime wave? I mean, there was a true crime wave in, in, in New Orleans. And, you know, I, I bashed the city for, not, you know, not doing more and, and for the mayor not really directly addressing the, the crime wave and doing other things that seem more important than addressing the, the crime wave issue because it's a, it's a tough issue because it's, it's, it's more of a social issue than it is a police issue. And so, in some ways, uh, mayors and leaders just don't really know what to say, but I still think they should, say, they should address it. Now, since crime goes up in the summertime, I mean, this is a tradition. This is not my opinion. This, this happens. This is all over America. Crime goes up in the summertime. When it gets hot, people get frustrated. When uh, kids are out of school, you know, some kids actually do go to school. So, in the summertime, they're, they're out of school. 
uh, crime, crime goes up in the summertime. Now that it's cooler, uh, crime is down. And I'm not coming on the air every Monday talking about all the things that happened over the weekend. The, uh, the, the, the car shows, the, the, the burnouts happening at intersections, and the people with, you know, uh, assault-type rifles hanging out of the window at these, these burnout intersection parties. We haven't been talking about that. We haven't been talking about all the shootings and, and all the, the, the carjackings. But what I wondered is, uh, crime is down, and it would be natural for crime to be down this time of year. But is crime down compared to last year at this time in New Orleans? You know, we have a new police chief, Ann Kirkpatrick. And now she hasn't been in long enough to manifest uh, total change, but I, I get the sense that, that her presence in there is already changing things. But I, I want, I, I, we did some research, and I had Ian, Ian look this up. Crime is down. Murder is down. From last year, murder is down this year 19% from the same time last year. Shootings are down 22%. Carjackings, down 46% from last year at this time. Armed robbery, down 34%. So we all have to give NOPD, Mayor Cantrell, and now new police chief, Ann Kirkpatrick, credit for that. This is pretty amazing. And it feels really good. I, I Look, don't let your guard down. Because thug-minded people are out there. And I, I hope it doesn't spark again. But I think, I think also, I think Jason Williams as, as DA, I think he's, I think he's made some, um, some, some changes and, and, and been a little tougher when it comes to juvenile crime. I, I, I don't know how consistent that is, but I get the, the feeling that that is, uh, that is happening too. But let me go over this again. Crime, okay, armed robbery down 34% from last year at this time. Homicides down 19%. Shootings down 22%. And carjackings down 46% from last year at this time. That is good news. I mean, this is reason to celebrate. It's not over, but let's celebrate where we are now. Do you feel any safer knowing that these statistics are, 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 are real? I mean, I, I was never afraid to the point where I wouldn't go downtown or I wouldn't travel, but I'm not going to change my, my attitude when it comes to stopping at a, at a red light or a stop sign in the city of New Orleans. There are going to be certain areas where I'm going to be, you know, concerned about what if somebody, you know, comes along and, you know, tries to carjack me. And I think you need to be aware of that as well. Don't let your guard down. But if we're, if we're going to bash the city when it's bad then I, I want to be honest and uh, give the city credit when things are good. And things seem to be getting better. Kind of like with the Saints, things are getting better. You know, we're not there yet. We haven't won the Super Bowl. Nobody should be talking about the Super Bowl with the Saints at this point. But the Saints are doing better. And the city of New Orleans is doing better. And in this holiday season of 2023, that feels good. And it's a beautiful Monday afternoon. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Taylor Swift went to the Chiefs game. They played the Patriots at, uh, at New England. And Taylor Swift showed up. And when she showed up on the big Jumbotron TV, there were some boos. And somebody went on social media and said that uh, it looks like the women love Taylor Swift 
but the men are booing her. This person went on, on X, formerly known as Twitter, and said, Crowd goes wild with massive cheers from ladies and discernible boos from dudes. When she was put up there on the big jumbotron, people uh, took video of that and uh, put it out on, on social media. I mean, why, why are people hating on Taylor Swift? You know, she's not, she's not distracting from the game because they're showing her during timeouts. They're not showing her in the, in the, the suite area. They're not showing her while a play's going on. So I don't know why anybody would be bothered that she's there. Why? Why? Why are men like this? What, what are we doing? What are we, we got a problem here, guys. If we're just I, booing her mere I, existence. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, you don't have to do like you, the music, you, but have no, some respect. But look, she's a, she's a, you may be into somebody that somebody else is not into. But, I, you know, I think there should be that general re- respect for, for her. She's a phenomenal human being on, on, on so many levels. And I'll tell you, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this relationship with uh, Travis Kelsey is a little more serious than I thought. Because I just thought it was kind of a passing thing. I mean, it still may be. I don't see them necessarily getting married. But I don't know. I think this might be a little more serious than I originally thought. Let's go to Kenner and Joni. You're on WWL. Hey, Joni. Hey, Joni. Hi, hi. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good, good. Merry Christmas, for one. Merry Christmas. And uh, two things I wanted to comment about. Uh, Real quick, the Taylor Swift thing. I think I have a theory on that one. (laughs) Wait, you have a... a, a Wait, you think you have what? A little theory on the booze. Uh, I think it's more to do with the girlfriends or or their significant others part of them being over of Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, and Uh. they're like, "Ah, ah, ah." so it. It, it it gets them brownie points by booing somebody that they're yeah. behind. You know, behind that's their a back line, you know? that's a really that's a good point because I remember the Absolutely. year I rem- I was I was rather newly married and I remember the year that Mark Spitz, the Olympic swimmer, really good looking guy, uh-huh. had a swimmer's body. My my wife, my new wife, and her mother, my mother in law, they were like. They were like, they were gaga. They were so gaga over this guy. He looks the exact opposite of me. So I honestly felt like, well, I don't know. She mustn't like me very much if if she's going gaga over this guy. So I came to hate Mark Spitz. That's a good point, Joni. Well, it it, it was a thought. But um, I wanted to also comment about the the crime um, and the statistics and everything else. Um, I'm glad to hear that it's went up. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I heard recently that just this year alone, uh, uh, just by gun violence in in our country, 40,000 deaths. That's insanity. But nobody speaks about the whys. Um, A few years ago, actually right after COVID or during COVID, uh, I was um, blessed enough to get on with uh, Uber Eats three weeks into lockdown. So I was out I was out booking and I was out, you know, working my butt off late, 18 hours sometimes, as long as it would let me. And I'll never forget it. I was in a not-so-great part of town in New Orleans, right off of uh, Claiborne, um, at a gas station, uh, very well known to, you know, have uh, bad activity going on, but I was just picking up an, an order, mm-hmm. and three detectives stopped me and said, little girl, get, what are you, first off, we don't care what you're doing over here, get your ass out of, I'm sorry, my, your butt, sorry, out of New Orleans now. And I looked at them like, excuse me, and then they told me, literally, 
there is a nine, and this was about what two and a half years ago, two years ago. There's yeah. a 900 to 1200 police officer shortage in New Orleans alone. So basically, if you get in any kind of trouble, whether it's serious or not, there ain't nobody coming. And that has a lot to do with why crime went up. You know, once people got wind of that, uh, good and bad, especially the bad, they went a little nuts and haywire, and, and we saw a spike. You know, uh, gun, gun violence, carjacking, all of it, all of it, nuts, went crazy out of the roof. But, um, and, and, and of course, I don't think our, our mayor does any justice for, for, for our city at all. But this new lady in, our new chief, I uh, think that you made a good point. I absolutely think that things hopefully will be turning around with uh, with someone with both eyes on the ball mm-hmm. instead of, you know, uh, thinking of a guy only knows what, you know, what, what, what she's going to buy to go home or whatever. But uh, it, it, it makes a big difference when you don't have anybody to call or anybody to assign or anybody to go, to go out there and, and work the crime, work the streets, work, you know. I got into an accident, a hit and run. I, I called for four hours. I I was shot at. I caused bullet a bullet yeah. hole in my in my car in my in my glass. Seven and a half hours. Nobody came. I, I mean, what are people supposed to do? You know, I mean, the good are going to suffer with the bad, and then the bad yeah. hopefully suffer yeah. even worse once they get caught. Yeah. I hope to God that that it changes soon. But without the manpower out there, there's really not much they can do. Even if they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar and and, and chocolate all over their faces. But yep. it, that's one what of the. Do? That's right. one of the problems, Joni, is that that the, they, the thug-minded, they know they can get away with it, and if they get caught, they know nothing serious is going to happen to them. So, you know, the crime problem is not over in New Orleans by any means. But again, I just, I, I, I just want to demonstrate how fair this show attempts to be. You know, nothing. There's nothing personal between me and the mayor. I'm just being honest about her behavior, and and that's my job. I mean, I, I owe it to the people who listen to this show. I owe it to the people of New Orleans to be honest with my, my, my opinions, and I, and I am. But when something good happens, I'm going to talk about that as well. And there are a lot of people who will not recognize the good if they've been bashing somebody. And I just don't, I don't, think, that's, uh, I don't think that's fair. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. You know, sometimes um, contemporary artists, sometimes the rockers, We'll, we'll take a, a traditional Christmas song and just you, you do a, a Christmas song in a traditional manner. You know, we play a lot of rockin' Christmas stuff on, on, on the show. But, but also there are some traditional Christmas songs that have been done by um, rock artists. And here is a Christmas classic, and this is Chrissy Hyde and the Pretenders. It also reminds us that, like, some of these rockers can actually sing Chrissy Hines got a really nice voice and it's accented in this song. So we'll do a little more of this going into break. I'm Scoot and we'll be back on WWL. Gay. I mean, did they have to bring that into this? <sighs> we'll be back on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, I think we've all known a few of those, haven't we? I'm Scoot on the air. On this day in 1982, Hall and Oates became the most popular recording duo of all time, overtaking the Everly Brothers. And Hall and Oates did it when this song, Man Eater, hit number one in the U.S. on this day in 1982. I'm Scoot on the air. It is a uh, manic Monday and always great when the, uh, when the Saints win a game. And that was in the first quarter. That happened a few more times, and the defense really sparked the Saints yesterday. All right, let's get to uh, some of your calls. Let's go to California. And, David, you're on Well, Good afternoon, David. Oh, hi, Scoot. I uh, hope you're going to have good holidays. Uh, I hope so, too. I don't know if you remember. Uh, you know, the oldest holiday known to man is Yalda, and that's when the cavemen figured out that the days were going to start getting longer. <laughs> really? And apparently, Yalda is the night, the longest night, and they basically huddled together crying and begging for the oh, day to, wow. you know, for uh, for the nights to end and, and get back to some normalcy. And uh, so uh, after you stop shivering, you can go, Yalda! <laughs> So that comes up in just a day or so here. Hey, well, um, you know, I heard you talking about the, um, uh, well, two different issues, uh, the hazards of the carjackings. I don't know if you're keeping up on the COVID numbers, but apparently uh, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri are in high COVID numbers right now. So you've got a far higher chance of catching COVID than you are of getting carjacked. And uh, so state stay um, stay aware of this uh, holiday season. Yeah, I'm still seeing people uh, wear masks. And, and again, I, you know, the, the the verdict is out. You know, uh, some people say they work. Some people say they don't work. But you know what? If it makes you feel good wearing a mask, then, then wear a mask. And, you know, just uh, just just be careful. But it seems like, David, we've, we've reached the point of herd immunity, which is why we're, we're all okay right now, even if, if somebody gets it. Well, there's still, uh, what's it, a thousand people a week are dying of it uh, across America. And uh, it's um, it's not a thousand a day like it was in the worst of it, but it's uh, it's still very serious. And it, it's an airborne thing that takes a week to gestate in your lungs. And so, you know, you can be walking around with a developing case of it and and spread it. So it's uh, that's the horror of it. It isn't yeah. something that you catch instantly. It's... Uh, uh, it takes a while to build up, and you can spread it around without even knowing it. But, yeah, um, and that's, it's a, that's a, scary, a scary thought, indeed. And so, yeah, we, we do have to be careful. And I wasn't suggesting that people aren't, aren't dying from it, but, you know, there are other things that are involved in the lives of those who get it, and people die from pneumonia, sometimes because of other complications, too. Sure. Hey, well, I heard you talking about Taylor Swift there, and yeah. um, I kind of think that it's not a men's uh, issue regarding football. I think it's more likely that it's a MAGA issue. Uh, if you're keeping up on the, the MAGA crowd, they hate Taylor Swift because yeah. she's getting uh, uh, women to vote, uh, to register to vote. And Taylor Swift is... You know, she's not some radical liberal or something like that. She's simply uh, an entertainer that said on a tweet, uh, get out there and vote this year. 
or, or get registered to vote. And since she's got a multitude of fans, uh, it's caused uh, apparently 4 million people registered to vote within days. Yeah. You know, David, and, I think uh, that's a really, that's I think it's a, I think that's a very legitimate point. Um, and Taylor Swift is uh, no friend to, to Donald Trump and no friend to uh, conservatives, no friend to MAGA people. Um, like you say, I don't think she's, she shows signs of being any kind of left-wing radical, but she has a uh, very very open about her politics now and she does not support uh, right-wing radicals. Yeah, and they're just fl- fl- frankly dangerous at this point. I don't know if you're keeping up on uh, since Friday is the news dump day. Last Friday, uh, the news came out that uh, Donald Trump's chief of staff, uh, Mark Meadows, ran off with some very important top-secret documents. It's called uh, the Ukraine folder, and it apparently these documents have caused the deaths of uh, CIA people, uh, the deaths of uh, some of our spies throughout uh, the Middle East and whatnot in Russia. And the, uh, the idea that Mark Meadows should have been arrested years ago at this point uh, because he has this folder, and it's still not it still hasn't been returned. These are some extremely top secrets. And Donald Trump down in Florida with that crooked Judge Cannon, uh, she's she's so crooked that she, even though Donald Trump ran off with all sorts of American property, uh, he could have had Betsy Ross's knitting needles and it still would have been American property. That judge is is causing that case to go through every item in open court, every item. She's she's setting it up so that dirty ju- uh, dirty lawyers are going to get a security clearance to be able to look at top secrets, mm. even though those top secrets basically have a heading on on the top as U.S. property. And so, it, rather than have it in a case of Donald Trump ran off with U.S. property. She's created a vast income stream out of creating a special skiff room uh, wow. that all of these dirty lawyers get a, a security clearance. And uh, it's simply U.S. property that he ran off with, and she's delaying and delaying and delaying and costing us more money. Well, you know, stuff continues to come out, David, and I guess we'll continue to, um, you know, uh, follow all of these these stories. I mean, I, I know we'll continue to follow these stories. And, and now there's a story out that his uh, that Trump's ex-wife, Ivana Trump, and not his daughter, but his ex-wife, Ivana, kept Hitler's speeches in a cabinet by his bed. Speeches from Hitler. Kind of a bad dude. And kept those speeches. So, you know, yeah, there's still a lot to, to come out and, and, you know, we'll have to see. And then, of course, you know, then there's the impeachment of uh, Joe Biden. So, you know, we've got a lot to talk about here. What? OK, I just want to get your attention. That's going to get obnoxious immediately. I know. I bought this little bell thing. So, you know, if Ian's busy in the other room. What? OK, what? Uh, let's do a couple of texts. OK, uh, here's a text that says, um, no, I'm not going to read that one. That one's just a little <laughs> bit too mean. I was going to I was, I was going to reply to this person. They were being rude. And I thought, you know what? Oh, let me do it. They're not worth my energy today. Yeah. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, Scoot, maybe that lady. And this is about Joni, the woman you spoke to a few minutes ago. Maybe that yeah. lady has a point. Maybe crimes aren't being reported because no one is coming. So while numbers are down, maybe the actual crimes aren't. You know, 
that, that that's possible. But I, I'm going to take these. Um, I'm going to take these statistics and I'm going to treat them as if they're they're real, because they could be. And if if they're not, and we find out, well, then we'll we'll talk about that. But I mean, that is a that is a possibility. But um, the the crimes are all the crimes are down in in all the different categories, down so much that even if there's some crimes that go unreported, obviously there has been a drop in crime. And I think it's fair to point out that that's a positive thing. Here's a text that says the issue with Taylor Swift is that men are there to watch football. They don't give a crap about Taylor Swift and Kelsey's relationship. Just like when professional athletes and actors start talking about their political views, we don't care about that either. Play football and act, and other than that, stay out of it. But wait a minute. Taylor Swift is not distracting from football in any way. They're not showing her during the plays. Unless I'm mistaken here, they're showing her, you know, well, if he scores a touchdown, the play's over. So they're going to show Taylor Swift's reaction if if Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. But the play's over. If they don't show Taylor Swift, they're going to show the the fans. They're going to show somebody cheering. I mean, they do that in the in the Caesar Superdome. So that's not a big deal. I I just if you allow Taylor Swift to distract you from the game, that's on you. Uh, in that regard, here's a text that says she is having a bad effect on the game. It's about football, not Taylor Swift. How has Taylor Swift changed the game? Yeah, what are you talking about? I mean, explain it to me. You know, it, you know, people pick up things. Um, and and so it's like now Taylor Swift again, you know, people love to have an enemy. They love to hate somebody. You know, there's a whole thing about hating Bud Light. And then now Kid Rock doesn't speak for everybody, but now Kid Rock is saying, no, the boycott should be over. You know, we spanked them. We shouldn't drown them and kill them. And so the boycott should be over. But, uh, you know, people are looking for somebody to hate. And um, I guess Taylor Swift is, um, is an easy target. But a lot of people don't like her because Taylor Swift is not conservative. And this idea that you hate somebody just because they're not conservative That does not jive with the whole foundation upon which America was built. I'll leave you with this one. I don't think people per se at games hate her. I think they are booing the fact that the media is overplaying her relationship with Kelsey. It's like they are saying, we know she is here. We know she's dating Kelsey. What do you want us fans to do? Cheer for her? Give us a break. I still don't get it. I mean, I still don't understand the criticism. It's not, again, it's not taking anything away from the game. And oh, the media overblowing something out of proportion? I mean, that would never come happen. Come on. I mean, come on. Be real. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Another one of the great Christmas songs that uh, has come out recently. Hey, it's a Christmas wish I've always had. Merry Christmas. I don't want to die tonight. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Every year I talk about how, as a kid, this song used to, used to freak me out. I mean, I, I just I thought about, you know, my parents. I mean, are, are they going to stay together? The idea that my mom was kissing another man, I mean, I, I, I didn't know. I mean, as far as I was concerned, Santa Claus and my dad were like two different people. So, you know, my dad's traveling and mom's knacking on Santa. I don't know. It just, it, it really did cause insecurity in me as a kid i'm scoot on the air let's go downtown to elwin elwin welcome to the show hey man it's a great day in america when the cowboys lose and the saints win yes i'm going to use this little bell for other things like that too yeah that, it was awesome right. yesterday to see the cow and and the cowboys lost a very embarrassing it was a very embarrassing loss yes buffalo handed it 
I, I can't yep. tell what he handed, what they handed him, but they handed it to him <laughs> on a silver platter. <laughs> Boy, they did, they did. That felt really great, and and the Saints won, and the the, the Pelicans won, and the Falcons lost to the Panthers. I mean, the who Falcons would have seen lost? that coming? Yeah, who would have seen that coming? I mean, I don't like the Falcons either. I'm just so, sorry. I'm them. sorry that the uh, the Bucks uh, were able to beat the Packers in Green Bay. I didn't see that coming. I thought the Packers were going to win that game, and if the Saints won, I thought they'd be in really great shape. But I really thought the the Falcons would probably beat the the Panthers. So uh, that was really amazing. And did you see any pictures of the stands, Elwin, in in uh, Carolina at the game? Uh, no, I didn't watch that game. Well, they have I mean, all I the I... all the seats are blue, and I mean. Almost nobody was there. Almost nobody, was, nobody there? was there. And maybe they was invisible. I know. I they I just don't think they I don't think they were there. Ellen, Merry Christmas. I'm glad you called. Yeah, if you get a chance to, to look it up, check out the check out the crowd at the uh, Panthers Falcons game. And you know, with all the blue seats, it's easy to, to to tell who's not there. Now, the Saints, you know, when they built the dome, they made the seats on um, different colors. You know, the seats are not all the same. And there's, there's no real, it doesn't seem to be a real pattern that, that I can detect because of discolored seats here and then discolored seats here and it just randomly discolored seats. And they did that because the Saints were so bad when they built the dome that they didn't want it to look so obvious when fans were not there. And so, I mean, this was my understanding of it. And so, um, yeah, there were some empty areas uh, yesterday. Uh, especially toward the, the latter part of the game. People got out of there early because it looked like the Saints were, you know, in a commanding lead. And you see the different color seats in, in the dome, and it was because it wouldn't be so obvious if fans were not there. Take a look at the blue seats at the, the stadium in, in North Carolina, in Charlotte, and it's so easy to see how many people were not there. And, I mean, it was barren. Let's go to Slidell. Hey, Terry. Hey, Scoot. How you doing? Good. You were talking about Osempic. Osempic was set up, I'm on Osempic, because it helps type 2 diabetes lower your blood sugar, you know, lower your A1C, and it also helps to lose weight. Since I've been on it, since I had my open heart surgery, I've lost 40 pounds. I have no, I don't care about anybody. If they want to take it to lose weight, there's no shame involved in me. The better, you know, some people try to lose weight, and they just can't. No matter what, the, the metabolism in their body just doesn't, you know, you can diet all you want. You can do anything you want, exercise free, and still some people still don't lose weight. Yeah, I and forgot what the I forgot what the original reason was, but uh, you, you reminded me it was uh, for type 2, type type, two oh, diabetes. Type 2 diabetes and anybody that had a, a heart, I mean, um, you know, heart attack, not heart attack, or I had the open heart surgery yeah. where they put the pig valve in. Yeah. But that's what the Osemtic was set up for. And if you can get a, I mean, my wife can't get it because she doesn't have type two diabetes, and it, a lot of the doctors don't have it, even to prescribe. Well, I they would think, I would think that this is in such high demand because so many people are taking it because one of the side effects is you may lose weight, but now people are being prescribed Ozempic to to lose weight, and as long as there's no long range um, issues, then why not? I mean, and the thing is, this it's hard to get. I mean, if you, uh, like my wife, they can't prescribe hmm. it because she doesn't have, that's a lot of things. If you get it and they prescribe it to lose weight, then that's taken away from the real use of it, which was to help type 2 yeah. diabetics. You know, but that's, that's, I guess if you got money, you can get anything yeah. you want. But a lot of people cannot get it unless they're wow. type 2 diabetics. 
Well, Terry, listen, take care of yourself, and I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad you're healing, and uh, thanks for being one of our uh, regular listeners. So, uh, yeah, Oprah and uh, Sharon Osbourne, Rosie O'Donnell, among those now, are talking about how we don't care if we're being shamed. Uh, yes, that's how we lost weight. We were taking o- Ozempic. And uh, a lot of people seem to resent that, but um, it's working for a lot of people, and a lot of people have lost weight on this. Um, it would be sad if those people are taking it away from people who have type 2 diabetes. I had not heard that that was a, a problem, but I would think that uh, the the um, the stock of Ozempic, the company that makes Ozempic, has probably just gone through the roof. All right, um, it is the holiday season. She was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, and uh, speaking of losing weight, it looks like uh, Billie Eilish has lost uh, a lot of weight, too. Hmm. Anyway, happy birthday today to Billie. She's uh, 22 years old. I'm Scoot, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Southwest Airlines offering an extra seat free to oversized passengers. Are you okay with that? But what if they take a seat away from you? What if you get bumped because an oversized person gets a free seat? I mean, it could happen. And Southwest Airlines got a big fine because of uh, what happened when their systems kind of broke down. Good. They needed to be punished. We'll be right back with more on WWL.